Why should he lie? What's he got to gain? Attention, maybe. This is a quiet, frightened, insignificant old man who... who has been nothing all his life. Nobody knows him. Nobody quotes him. Nobody seeks his advice after 75 years. That's a very sad thing to me, nothing. A man like this needs to be quoted, to be listened to. Very important to him. And that's from a movie, an older movie and a great movie, 12 Angry Men. And that person, the older man, is a witness, and do you trust him or not? And that brings up the question of motive. Why is he saying what he's saying? Is it because he wants attention? He just feels like he hasn't been anyone for 75 years and he suddenly wants the spotlight? Or is it that he's telling the truth? And with anybody in your life, you need to know how to judge that person. Are they telling you the truth? Is it just a little white lie? Is just a little white lie okay or not? Do little white lies turn into bigger ones? How do you judge yourself? Are you telling little white lies? Are you telling bigger lies? And if so, what does it do inside your own mind to you? Are there any situations in which it's proper to lie? For example, if a hold-up man or uh, tell asks you if you've got a ton of money and you say no, is that moral? In my book, that particular one is yes, unless he's going to kill you and just give him the money and run, escape. Uh, but if you can, uh, you do not owe it to him. But so there are very rare situations where it's actually proper to lie. If somebody, if a child molester, asks if you have any children around and you have children in the house, you don't tell him yes. You tell them, no, you don't like children. That's a moral lie. But most lies are not moral. And the per- first person they damage is yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on anything that's messing up your day, messing up your life. And it could be with your friends, your coworkers, your lover, maybe your kids, maybe your parents, maybe you are the aging parent and you don't know how to age gracefully. You feel like you're dancing, but a little, you feel a little klutzy and you wish you weren't. Maybe you're doing it well and even want to talk about that. You can pick up the phone and call me. It's toll free one eight seven seven doctor Kenner. Toll free one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. And you can also visit my website, drkenner.com. I've got books I recommend, including one that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke on romance and uh, articles I've written, podcasts galore, and uh, books I also recommend. So that's drkenner.com. And right now I want to welcome Amy to the show. Amy, you're, you have a friend who wants to exit a marriage that's not going so well. Well, yeah, he twice he's told me uh, one time it was going to be a divorce, and I don't know what stopped it. Um, and then he called me while he was stationed in Germany, and his wife stayed back here in the States. Um, I, he told me he was going to get a divorce, and I was like, okay. And then the next morning he calls me, and he's like, yeah, I decided not to. And it was after, like, she was all like, oh, really, you're not going to make this work, and blah, blah, blah. And 
He so, just gets to come home on weekends now when he's in the States, and he's just miserable, I can tell in his voice. Yeah, and what's your relationship with him? We are, like, really good friends. Okay, is um, it just... I feelings for him. Okay. And he has feelings for me. Okay, has it gone further than that? No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Never. But emotionally, you have what's called an emotional intimacy, meaning you can share your inner life with one another, what your your impressions are of the day, what's going on, what you're thinking. And it's like you would a partner in a way. Yes. Okay. So, and he's wanting out of his marriage. Are there kids involved? Not his kids. Not his kids. They're hers. How long have they been married? Um, they've been married for about, um, it'll be four years in January, okay. but for that time, they've only lived in the same house for maybe a whole year, but that's like spaced out between that time. And where have they lived otherwise? He, he's around the country? He's stationed in Germany, you um, He was, um, him and I are both in the military and we we're stationed at the same base, and then he married her and then got orders shortly after to Germany, and then he got deployed, and then he was had to be in Germany for two years, and then he just came back, but he's not on the same base as we were before, and she chose not to leave her job, and it was just ridiculous of her not to, but he, um, so now he's stationed four hours away. So is he... So it sounds like it's, I mean, I'm thinking of myself being in your shoes, uh, I would think, oh my gosh, I have feelings for him. I hope he leaves his marriage. I know he's not happy in it. I know he feels trapped, and I would like to help this along a bit. Is that the situation? Yeah, but he's told me that I have to stop putting ideas in his head. Okay, now what ideas I'll, doesn't he like? Um, when I'm like, when I say, Corey, that's not right. She shouldn't do it that way. She should have done this, or... Like, I can't talk negatively about her. He doesn't want you to to interfere. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so there's not much you can do. Because whose choice is it whether or not he stays in a marriage, whether it's a good marriage or a bad marriage? It's his choice. Yeah. Once, at one point when um, we were corresponding while he was in Afghanistan, he said, if I leave her... Will you be with me? And I can't tell that to a guy, even if that's what I want. Right, right. I don't want him to leave her for me. Right, right. That's always a messy situation. And some people need uh, another partner at the ready for them when they leave one partner. It's They don't want to be alone. And so they, mm-hmm. they have it set up to have another partner. That doesn't mean that they don't care about you. But he is. she doesn't know about you or she has an inkling about you? She knows I'm his friend. Like, she knows that we talk and text each other. Is she jealous? Um, She's a very jealous person, yes. Um, Of us, no. She has no clue that we even dated for a couple weeks. Before you... Way back before they got together, before he ever met her. Okay, and so he wants to come back and try a relationship with you, but they're married, no kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, and so let me sum up what I'm hearing. 
it's re- you're in a really difficult situation because you already know the situation. If you put pressure on him because you want to move your relationship with him along, you want to move your life along, you want to be a unit with him, so to speak, if you put pressure on him, he's going to resent you. And if he breaks up, he might resent you for having forced it too soon or in, not in the right way. If if you don't put pressure on him, this could go on indefinitely. You're at his uh, beck and call, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you really have a choice only of what to do with your own life. Meaning, do I? How long do I want to wait around for him? I've put all my eggs in this one basket. Should I be dating other people, or do I want to date other people? Do I want to? Um, not do I want to put a time limit to this not as a threat to him but to say to him you know I'm I know you're the, the word I'm hearing for him is ambivalent I know you're feeling ambivalent about the relationship um, and I don't want to I, I can you know I can't be here indefinitely I know you you value me so I think it's reasonable um, you know just keep me informed and tell me what's going on and I think after the new year I might start seeing you can put your own deadline on it let me quick because I know we're running out of time give you a few I can recommend the book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke Amy and it's mm-hmm. called The Selfish Path to Romance. It does not mean mean, rotten. It means the self-esteem path to romance. How to love with passion and reason. And at the very end of the book, it's how to part ways and start over if you cease being soulmates. And we have a nine-point point plan. Identifying the reasons you're considering a divorce. Identifying barriers keeping you in an unsatisfactory relationship. Making the final decision. Tying the evidence together. Breaking the news to your partner, uh, setting up an atmosphere of respect, going public with family and friends, making an action plan for your divorce, and learning to live independently and taking new steps toward romantic happiness. You're certainly welcome to, you could get the book, it's the cheapest on Amazon. Again, it's mm-hmm. you could just go to Selfish Romance or The Selfish Path to Romance and read that appendix, the very end of the book. The book itself is phenomenal. It'll tell you about romance and um, what I, we spoke of, emotional visibility. Listen, I wish you the best in romance. Thank you so much for your call, Amy. The beast, I